I see the Mexican wave kind of like mass. When I was a kid, like I loved the Mexican wave. When I was a kid, I used to go to mass and you know, this is something different. And then when you get a bit older, you're like, this is a load of crap. OTB AM, live weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTB Sports app. The OTB Brief with Deliveroo. Food, we get it. Good morning. We hope you're well. It's Friday the 9th of December. I'm John Duggan and this is the OTB World Cup Brief with Deliveroo bringing you all the latest from Qatar as we go to the quarterfinal stage starting today. Brazil, Croatia at 3 and then we've got tonight Netherlands, Argentina at 7 and then tomorrow Morocco, Portugal at 3 and England against France at 7. So what about Brazil, Croatia? Well, Brazil have got pace, they've got options, they've got energy and they play the game the way the game should be played. Neymar, essential to them. He's fit again. A creative link between midfield and attack. Brilliant trickery. I think he's a player that gets a lot of negative publicity. Sometimes he brings it on himself, but he's a class footballer and he occupies the minds of defenders. That's really important. Vinicius Jr., the pace is electric. The ridiculous bench they have. Rodrigo, Martinelli, Guimaraes, Fabinho not on the team. Richarlison, 10 goals in his last nine games for Brazil. No shots conceded on target versus Serbia and Switzerland. A world-class goalkeeper in Alisson. There's so many things to count in Brazil's favour against Croatia. Can teams frustrate them into a place where they doubt themselves in this brittle mindset that's been apparent in the last 20 years, losing to European teams in World Cup quarterfinals and semifinals? This is a stronger Brazil squad, but they haven't been tested. When they get a test, how will they react? But all the ex-players are there. They're at United front. Cafu's there. Ronaldo's there. Ronaldo Nazario. Kaka's there all there to help and support Roberto Carlos. The squad's unified. Um, the dancing actually, I think, is intimidating, in my view, for the opposition. I don't really see it the way Roy Keane sees it. But Croatia, battle-hardened, finalists four years ago. Different team now. The likes of Rakitic have gone. No goals against Morocco and Belgium. Who's going to score against Brazil then? Kramerich? Somebody else? Are they going to have to rely on Ivan Perisic, as they did against Japan? And Japan's energy had Croatian trouble at times in that 120-minute spell before Croatia won on penalties. To be fair, Dominic Livakovic saved three-spot kicks, so he'll be confident. And Josko Gvardiol, the 20-year-old defender, has been a revelation in the tournament. Got a strong midfield. Modric, Brozovic, Kovacic. But can Croatia have the energy to dispel Brazil because Brazil will be all over them you have to expect early on as well but Croatia to be fair have only lost one of their last 20 games but I just remember Lukaku how many chances did he have for Belgium in that group game they were being bombarded by the Belgians they didn't concede but if Brazil have that many chances you think Brazil are going to win this Um, Croatia battle hardened couple of penalties you had to the last World Cup against Denmark and Russia and beat Japan the other day, but it might be a step too far for them. Fascinating game, 3 o'clock. Netherlands-Argentina, this might be closer. A 7 o'clock kickoff. Pragmatism, winning the day for the Dutch. Louis van Gaal, third spell, 19 games unbeaten, 71 years of age, having the time of his life. Um, getting criticised by the likes of Marco van Basten on Dutch TV, doesn't seem to care. Uh, it's all about playing to your strengths and playing with the raw materials you have. They don't have Van Roy, they don't have Clivers, they don't have Burkamp, they don't have the players they have, they don't have Cruyff. But they do have a really solid setup. Van Dijk, De Jong, you see the spine of the team. Gakpo is in great form, nine goals in 14 Dutch league games, three goals already in this tournament, three different types of goals. Um, Denzel Dufries, for example, on the wings in this 5-3-2 or 3-5-2, playing excellent football at the moment. And Memphis Depay is fit again. So they're not going for them in a way, but they were very poor against Ecuador. That's one thing that's kind of stuck in the back of my mind about the Dutch. Um, Ecuador got at them. 
So what are we going to see from Holland? Um, if they produce the, what they did against USA, because they're very impressive, they can trouble Argentina. Argentina, obviously, it's all about Lionel Messi. We want to see him win the World Cup, but could this be his last international appearance? Maybe the Cup of America win in Rio will be enough for Lionel Messi's career, and that's all he can maybe hope for. But hopefully for him, that he'll be able to keep going. And it's all about his individual brilliance. Obviously, the pace isn't as strong as it was, but he has that vision. He has that ability to just pick a pass but also score those goals out of nothing against Mexico against Australia one of the best footballers you've ever seen play the game have Argentina been defensively tested there'd be worrying signs from the Saudi Arabia and Australia games the Socceroos could have equalised their best performance Argentina was against Poland um, did they have enough of a quality supporting cast like Julian Alvarez is what 22 Enzo Fernandez 21 have they got enough to support Messi to win this World Cup? Remember, they went into the tournament 36 games unbeaten. Lionel Scaloni, their manager, has not been afraid to mix it up. Five changes for the second game, four changes for the third game. It's going to be fascinating to see what happens. And uh, I really can't call this one. It could go to extra time, possibly even penalties, as it was eight years ago. Morocco, Portugal, then three o'clock tomorrow. 120 minutes versus Spain. Morocco played. Uh, they had very little of the ball, 23% of the ball, but they have that tempo. They have that organisation. They have the home support, effectively a home World Cup for them. And they've got quality players. Hakim Ziyech, Ashraf, Hakimi, genuine stars. The goalkeeper is strong. They've only conceded one goal in the tournament, an own goal. They've only lost three of their last 44 games. This is the, I suppose, the rationale to make an argument for them. But no African team has ever reached a World Cup semi-final. 37 million Moroccans. The biggest game of their lives, possibly in ever in sport. It's going to be fantastic for them. Portugal, they were at their most fluid and liberated when they benched Ronaldo the last day. Gamble paid off. 6-1 win over the Swiss. They're now contenders to win the tournament. Um, issues maybe around the holding midfield positions. Their goalkeeper, Diogo Costa, mm, was ropey against Ghana. Can Gonzalo Ramos repeat the feat, the hat-trick the other night? Um, when strikers are in form, they can be very, very dangerous. Ruben Diaz, Bernardo Silva, Bruno Fernandes, all names that just roll off the tongue of a Premier League fan and Fernandez playing very well at the moment Rafael Leao a fine option off the bench you'd have to think they might have enough for Morocco on Saturday and England France then to finish what came to finish the quarter final lineup. if England don't play to their strengths I think they can forget about it so don't play uh, five or three at the back and wing backs and try to double up on Mbappe to me that would be the wrong thing to do play your 4-3-3 play Bellingham 19 years of age revelation in the tournament plays your strengths Carpe diem, seize the day. Don't be conservative. Go for it. If England don't go for it, they're wasting their time. They've scored 12 goals in the tournament. They've got Foden, they've got Saka, and they've got Kane in magnificent form, all three of them. And I just think that they have to go head-to-head with France. You'd have to wonder about France, have they been tested? Because Denmark bombed out of this tournament. Poland were gone. Um, Mbappe is playing... Amazing football, 23 years of age. He's got, what, nine goals in his last 11 World Cup matches, 16 goals in his last 14 games for France. He's got the speed, he's got the fitness. Um, Giroud is coming into goal-scoring form, didn't score in Russia, and has now got a um, three for the tournament, three more than four years ago. Griezmann's having a great tournament. But what about Rabiot, Schumann? Have they been tested? Have the full-backs been tested? What about the central defenders? A lot of talent to that French team, a lot of cohesion. Um, but I just don't think they've faced what they're going to face against England. Concentration's a question mark for the French. Remember the Swiss game at the Euros? Threw it away. And England obviously have their own issues. Harry Maguire, John Stone, susceptible to pace. Um, yeah, it's going to be absolutely... <laughs> I can't I can't work it out. I don't know about you guys. I, I can't work it out, this England-France game. I just have a feeling that England might just come through. But this is it for Gareth Southgate. All this talk of 56 years. Never reached a World Cup final since 1966. 
and they've a real chance to reach the semi-finals. If they're going to do it, they'll have to be the defending champions, but it's definitely within their compass, England, to do this with the talent they have. So, the OTB World Cup brief in partnership with Deliveroo, delivering matchday meal deals throughout the World Cup. Deliveroo, food, we get it. We hope you enjoy the quarterfinals. Cahal Malani's back with the next World Cup brief with thanks to Deliveroo on Monday. And uh, we'll chat to you on the podcast network then. The OTB Brief with Deliveroo. Food, we get it.